Yo, 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 what up? It's Rondell, a.k.a. King Ronda Don, and you are now tuned in to Soul Society 101, the podcast. Soul Society family, this is episode seven. How did we get, how did we get here? It's episode seven. It's lit, it's lit. Spring has sprung in New York City. Just came back from Italy with the wife and the fam. Yanni's in the building. She's our special guest for episode seven. Yanni, say what up. Yo, 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 yo. I said say what up. Not all of this extra gangster boo <clears throat> drama that you give me. I don't know. I'm back in New York. I'm feeling a little hood again, you know? <laughs> I was a little classy in Europe, but now I'm back to my roots, so I'm feeling the hood. You're ignorant. I mean, I might want have one a little dark lip liner, you know, clear lip gloss right now. You know what I mean? Eyebrows a little darker than you. No, 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 no. I okay. might have put on a beauty mold. Y'all know. <laughs> Not a beauty mold. <laughs> Y'all know that beauty mark that you put right by. It could be Yanny, anywhere close to your Yanny, please don't do this. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta like kind of bring in a little bit of Foxy Brown, a little bit of Mary J. Blige, a little total, you know, all of it. It's like a gumbo right now. Unique. Or shoe piece to all my West this, Indians. Big up is, yourself one time. This is why I said to you, I don't know if I could have you back on the show because you really don't know how to act. Let me tell you something, y'all. I've been trying to get back on the show since episode two, <laughs> sweethearts, and it hasn't happened for your girl. So I'm just happy that um, I've been welcomed for episode seven. Yes, no, but for sure, we're definitely happy to have you back. Um, got a lot of good feedback from that first episode. People were like, yo, your wife is hilarious. I'm like, no, this is this is how we met. No, like, some of y'all dragged me. Let's keep it up. I mean, a, a few a few of them dragged you. Only a little <laughs> bit, though. Like, they only dragged you a little bit. It they was, was just it was like... the wine. Shout out to Jam Jaw. Shout y'all, out to... Y'all not a sponsor, but you could be. <laughs> You, know what I'm you saying? could the, be. The potential look at is your, always there. Yo, I was just going to say, look at your potential, Jam <laughs> I'm about to email Jam Jar like, yo, Jams. I drink you every Thursday and Friday. You, you, on, you on this podcast or nah? <laughs> Come on, somebody. But anyway, we just came back from Italy. Tans are fading. Faces oh are bloated. You know what I'm saying? Because the pasta was just... The, the pasta was just so good. It was the, so good. The pasta, the cappuccino, the croissants every day. Yo, first of all, let me tell you something. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Buongiorno. Ciao. You know what I'm saying? Uh, grazie. Prego. You know? Prego. Buonasera. You know what I'm saying? We were spitting all this Italian when we was out there. You feel me? Like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? But yo, what I was going to say is, I don't even drink cappuccino like that. Like, promise to you before Italy, I might have had cappuccino like three times in my whole life. You get the you get to Italy. That joint is like one euro. You know what I'm saying? You get because we we went and had like two cappuccinos, three croissants. Shorty said seven euro. I said what? She said yeah, seven euro. It's so I, economically sound. And people talk about Europe is so expensive, and it can be, but like they also don't talk about how affordable common goods are there that might cost more money here. Because I went first day back in the office trying to get a cappuccino. They was like four dollars. I said what? Four dollars when I was for in, a subpar piece of um, and it, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't even good. Like four dollars when I paid one euro in freaking Florence, and it was the best cappuccino of my life. So, 
Shout out to Italy, son. Seriously, shout out to Italy. It's probably one of the only other places I can see myself living outside of New York. Well, I I ain't moving to Italy, so we'll talk about that. Off, <laughs> is is this low key? We're gonna talk is about this, this low key sub, Is this low key subliminal? Like she's I'm trying to saying, file divorce papers. <laughs> let's not air out our dirty laundry on the mics, okay? It doesn't need to be on the ones and twos. So the ones and twos, though. You're I told you so, I'm in my New York bag. You're so ignorant. Right now. <laughs> I can't even do it. So sorry. But now, real talk, I love having Yanni in the show because usually when I do these episodes, when I do these um, podcast episodes, I actually set up a studio in Manhattan. But when I do it with Yanni, you know what I'm saying? We just be chilling like that. That up right now, I have on basketball shorts and a t-shirt. She she over here, she had a head tie on. She took it off so that she could feel the vibe uh-uh, uh-uh. and get in the mode. Wait, 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 why we airing out my stuff, though? <laughs> she was like, I want to take my hair down so I could really get in the vibe for this interview. <laughs> Since we just put it all out there, okay, I'm drinking a nice cold glass of water with a hint of lemon. Um, it's a little too early for my limoncello. Ah, um, the limoncello oh we'll in get Southern there, Italy. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. Um, we have a nice diptyque candle. Diptyque, you can also send those coins over here, sweetheart. Send those coins, diptyque. Stop dropping these brands. They ain't giving us no money yet. No, I understand, but you know, sometimes you got to put it out there because maybe they don't know they can live in this you're space. You're right, you're right. And they can live in this space, okay? <laughs> Just so you know, brands, holla at me. Holla at me. Shout out to Norwegian, our sponsor of this episode. Speaking, speaking, speaking of brands that support, you know what I'm saying, black travel, shout out to Norwegian Airlines. Well, we're going to get to that in a second. Yes. Let's, yes. Get, let's get into Italy, though. Can so let me, let me break, let me backtrack a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let you know how we got to this whole Italy joint. So Italy's been, most of my travel has been, I would say, probably the Caribbean and Africa a little bit. Um, I've dipped my toe in Europe, but for the most part, um, my my interest in Europe is very specific, the countries that I want to go to. I'm not the type of person that's like, yo, I want to go to this country that you've never heard of in Europe. That's not me. I'm more exploratory in the Caribbean and Africa and, and Asia for that matter. Um, but Italy has always been very high on the list just because, you know, the culture, the people, the food, the views, the history, there's so much that Italy has to offer. So part of the reason why it took so long for me to get there is because I knew that when I was going to Italy, I wanted it to be an extensive trip. I didn't want to go and just hit like Milan and Rome and be like, oh, I did Italy because that wouldn't be enough for me. So I knew I needed to hit it all up, start from the top, work my way to the bottom, hit up at least four cities. And we were blessed enough to, on this trip, hit Milan, uh, Florence, Rome, Bologna, and then the southern coast, Positano, Sorrento, and then the island of Capri. So we really did Italy the way I wanted to do it. You know, short of one or two spots, but that's mainly because I fell in love with some parts of Italy. And I couldn't even, like, Venice was on the list too, but when I got to Florence and we were supposed to take a day trip to Venice, I fell in love with Florence. I couldn't leave. I was like, where where am I going? Nah, we we right here. But I told you you would. You did. Shorty, because y- Yanni's been to Italy before. Um, and did. she told me, she's like, yo, when you get to Florence, you're going to fall in love. But I'm not the type of person to fall for the hype. Because, like, you know, some people hype up something. And it's it's amazing for them. But then you get there, you be like, oh, it was cool. Like, people hype up a movie and then you watch it. You be like, oh, that was decent. I hear you, sweetheart. But I'm your wife. So I would like to say that I have more insight than the average I knew you would love Florence automatically. It's such a neighborhoody, 
sort of city. It's very um, walkable. You can feel it's very. Wait, wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna get into oh, each place. So let's. You wait. see how excited I am? Now? <laughs> I'm jumping. Nah, her, I, her eyes lit up though. Like I she love she loves. So let's let's work our way down. So Italy. So we started in Milan. Why did we start in Milan? Shout out to the flight bill. I work by flight bills. Just like y'all listening, I ain't no different. I saw the cheap flight to Milan. I was like, yo, I heard Milan, eh, it's not much to do, but, you know, you could spend like a day or two there. So that's exactly what it's we did. It's definitely for the fashionistas yeah. and the um, business folk. It's not necessarily a destination for the regular traveler. Exactly. Like, unless you're, you have very specific interests of, you know, working merchandise and fashion or some business because it's like sort of the business capital of Italy. You kind of get there and you're like, okay, it's like a crossbreed between New York and D.C. If you're familiar with North, the Northeast U.S. And you're like, okay, this is cool, but like I ain't, I ain't fly over this Atlantic Ocean for this, so cool. So we hit the Duomo in Milan, which was beautiful. We we paid to get inside because a lot of people take photos in front, but I definitely encourage paying to get inside. Pay for the ticket to get the lift, the elevator, so that you don't have to walk up 49 million steps unless you're on Fitbit. Yeah, if you're on Another Fitbit, brand that's not giving us money. So Fitbit. <laughs> yes, come holla at us. Drop kids. that coin. But um, unless you're really trying to get your steps in, pay for the lift. It'll take you right up to the top after you obviously um, explore the ground level. And the top of the Duomo in Milan is so beautiful. Like literally the architecture, every angle, it's every art. turn. It's art. It is. And we were just taking photos, turn around the corner. Oh my God, we need this angle. Walk around more. Oh my God, we need this angle. It's that beautiful. It was so amazing. It was it was it was definitely worth waiting in the hot sun. Ooh, it was hot. Ooh, yes. That's another thing that you should do that we didn't do. Buy your tickets in advance for the Duomo. <laughs> Please. Cause and that's part of the European struggle. Like New York, we're so used to like, okay, it's a long line, but we know this joint is gonna move quickly because it's efficient and it's five people in the front taking orders. We got on that line, it was maybe fifty people online and one ticket person. So, Taking yes. their time talking to people. Yes. And like, no, no, no. We need these tickets. We need to be inside within five minutes. You need to adjust your outlook on life and efficiency when you travel. So. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, the Duomo was amazing. Um, hopefully you follow us on the gram and saw a stunting. Uh, Le Chic Bohem Ellie. Spell your dream. I don't know. It's too long. Okay. <laughs> that was ignorant. <laughs> it is L-E-C-H-I-C. B-O-H-E-M-E. Leishik Boem. And y'all know I'm King Rondadon. K-I-N-G-R-O-N-T-H-E-D-O-N. Um, we shared a lot of our experiences on Instagram. Um, the different cities that we hit. In, uh, can I, can I t- discuss or do you want to wait until we get to Florence? Okay, so let's... Milan was cool. Great hub. People were extremely nice. I will say that I think we received some of the best... Um, hospitality in Milan as far as the hotels was concerned because they're used to dealing with business people um but let's move it on to the real meat of it all and that's Florence and I say meat for a reason because that meat was like that there (laughs) um I also want to take this moment to discuss that my husband left me to travel to Florence by myself I did and I wait babe and I say that to say this King Ron the Don left the building in Milan Oh. <laughs> when we got to Florence, sweethearts, all of a sudden I was 
traveling with some man I never knew Yo. named Ricky Rose. <laughs> no, Ronnie Rose. Oh, sorry, Ronnie Rose. <laughs> See, I can't even remember this man's no- name because his ego just <laughs> took over. And, I, you know, I like to dress, right? If you follow my page, you'll see that. But I had to really step it up per my husband's instructions because he didn't come to play with y'all out here. My man had on an ivory suit and a pink shirt at some point. He was not playing. And that was just to go to the Duomo in Florence. Like, Listen, here, here's a little bit of the backstory. One, I like to dress. I wouldn't say I'm super into fashion, but I like to look good. But I was like, yo, I'm going to Italy, be Like, I got to really show out. So, you know, I might have done a few things. How many might- pink... How many pink outfits did you have? And it was like powder pink, y'all. It yeah. wasn't. I mean, some 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 might call it blush. <laughs> <laughs> You're some, annoying. Some might say blush. You're annoying. Um, Sorry for that loud laugh, but I just <laughs> I couldn't help it. You're annoying. Some um some might call it blush. You know, I got I got there and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna show out. And another another part of it too is, I take a lot of trips and I don't often have um a good photographer with me. I don't often have someone who knows angles and knows lighting. So when you travel with a wife and she gets, she loves photos the way I love photos. So we're, we are determined, okay? We will find the right <laughs> angle. We will clear out a crowd. We will wait until the light is at the right <laughs> position. If we got there at, at, at 8 and the sun is not in the right angle until 10, we're going to frolic and be about until 10, until that light <laughs> is right for this photo. It's like, all about good lighting. It's now. actually that important. So it is that important. I was like, you know what? Traveling with wifey, we're going to get some photos in it's Italy. So, you know, we got to Florence. Um, like Yannick said, Rondell left the building and Ronnie Rose, who I don't, I don't even know how I came up with that name, but. He woke up on my birthday and decided he was going to be Ronnie Rose. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> about take my photo wait whose birthday is this yeah take my photo it's your birthday but take my photo and i'ma just stunt with all this pink because i just felt it i felt like it was spring i felt like pink is a good color on me it's going down so we got to florence florence yo boy yo. you you letting out a little vocals with me do you trying to get a record too or? I, I, I mean you know <laughs> If Gina Thompson can do it, so can I. Gina Thompson, though? I told you I am in my the 90s back. The things you <laughs> You know, I take the under vocals. <laughs> yeah, she take... Yo, it's mad funny because when we do harmonize, she usually does take the lower. It's it's pretty funny. I mean, I, I can't sing. She's a tenor. I, right, I am a tenor. Um, I can't sing, but I can harmonize, so... Anyway, get at, get at me, dogs. Back to Florence. So, whereas Milan was very busy, like I said, kind of like a crossbreed, like if New York and DC had a love child and everyone spoke Italian, that's Milan. We get to Florence, it's totally different, oh. very neighborhoody, very quaint, very charming. There's like a, is it a river? Is it a river? Uh, Pun- sure. The Ponte Vecchio? Let's just say it's a river. It might not be. It might be something else. A body of water with, like, <laughs> layered bridges on it, views of the mountains in the far back. Um, wisteria plants just everywhere. You so just going to say wisteria like people know what wisteria... At least I didn't know what wisteria was. It's this purple, like, draping flower that was all over Italy. It's oh, beautiful. It's so beautiful. It's more like a blossom. So, yeah... Um, flowers all over the place. It's just a very charming neighborhood The people are a lot more friendly and engaging. Like, people 
will make it a point to talk to you and, you know, have conversation, which is which is pretty cool, even if they don't speak English. And, you know, I'm a big advocate of that. Like, it says a lot about people when they don't speak your language, but you still feel like you got a sense of the people. I agree. But Florence, man, the biggest thing is the food. The food in Florence is nuts. Like, bananas. Like, out of this world, when I think of... Italian food and, and the kind of food I wanted to experience in Italy, that is Florence. Like, uh, what what do we have? We, there, we there's, have a, there's a reason why it's like the art capital of um, Italy. It's There's a true renaissance constantly happening and it's probably happening in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> it is so good. Um, we had, I mean... We had that's when I found and discovered handmade pasta. Mm. You know, it's because they'll come to you with like, "Do you want linguine or handmade pasta?" I'll take that handmade. Yeah, like why would anyone ever not get handmade? I will take that. That's the true question. Literally, we went to this one restaurant, and they just have secret sauces everywhere. Don't expect to always get like the Alfredo sauce you expect. Right. Or, like, the bolognese that you expect. Which you'll find bolognese, but then they'll have these other um, sauces that you, you're you trying to, like, is that pumpkin? What is that? Yeah. Like, that's, one of the, that's one of the biggest differences for me is, like, when you have Italian food um, in the Northeast U.S. especially, it's very, like, Alfredo cream sauce or, like, a, a, red, a sauce. red sauce. Which they have. They have cream sauces and red sauces. But like Yannick said, it's a lot. A lot of it is just oil and garlic based and random citrus random vegetable base and it you sometimes you cannot pinpoint what it is but it's all so good and you never thought you would want a lemon cream pasta at least i never thought i'd want a lemon cream pasta you never thought that you would let an oil like a simple sauce with like oil and what vegetable was that parsley let's say oil and parsley and garlic and it the, just it comes alive and explosive I, and it just comes explosive. alive i have to say one of the best meals we experienced was at quattro leone oh shout out to Qua- hand up round of applause for quattro leone real quick because man we might need a moment of silence to be honest because they have they're known um and i think this is just uh, delicacy of well not delicacy but it's just known to Florence there's this pear ravioli dish and so you'll find at several restaurants but I don't think there's a restaurant that does it better than Quattro Leone trust me we've tried a few um, when it's actually not a ravioli because it's the um, I forget the name of the noodle but it's like a purse bag mm-hmm. and so when it first touches you, it's like probably a garlic butter sauce, cream sauce that touches your lips first. That's what it's cooked in. And then you taste the mozzarella and ricotta mixture and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so savory, so delicious. But at the very end of the bite, this unique sweetness touches your taste buds. I mean... Yeah, so it's a, seri- it's a series of feelings you go through you bite into first you get the dish and you're like okay this looks interesting the shape of the the shape of the pasta you bite into it and you're like oh this is a good like cheese cream ravioli and then right before you're about to swallow it's like snap it's like woo! it hits you right right there right 
what, what would you call this this place right between your ear and the back I, of your hair I, I wasn't right good there in science but <laughs> i will say that um every bite is like its own meal it's like almost like you have an appetizer entree and dessert all in one oh wow that's a good way to put it it was so it was so rewarding mm. then because they always have your your first dish and second dish in um italy uh so our secondi was a beef stew mm. let me tell you all about this beef stew mm. so you don't know my mother but my mother can cook okay <laughs> she can cook and when i bit into this beef stew i said okay sonia you could come out you, hello i know you in that kitchen you could come out now <laughs> because it tastes like I don't understand how we're in Italy, but I felt like I was in Jamaica. Yeah, it was a very well-seasoned, tender... Oh. It definitely tasted like... I've had her mom's cooking. It definitely tasted like her mother cooking. It had pimento in, yeah, in it, it, it some sort of allspice something. It was... Well, no, actually, they use a whole peppercorn. And yeah, I've never peppercorn, used peppercorn. peppercorn in that way. Yeah. And I'm now thinking I'll adopt that method. Um, and the butteriest of potatoes, the yeah. company... It was so delicious. It tastes like oxtail, even though it was probably more of a short rib. Yeah. It was, I mean... It was phenomenal, but shout out to Quattrilioni. Over, overall... But the waiter has to come and walk you through the menu, because it's all in Italian. All in Italian. I, but if you if you go to if you go to Florence, Firenze, and you have... Um, and you go to Quattrilioni, just ask them for the pear pasta and the stew beef, and I guarantee you, you will be happy. Yes. We sent our cousins after, and they were quite happy. <laughs> Quite, they kept just shouting us out, but yeah. So Florence, that and that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could talk about the food in Florence all day long, but, but like I said, Florence right. is it's just it's charming, it's quaint, it's neighborhoody. If you're into shopping, there are great shops there. They're all very close. I also suggest you go to the um, Gucci Museum. Oh, and what's the what's the place where you get your uh, perfumes and hair stuff? Oh, and all that? Santa Maria Novella. We have one in New York, but they're robbing you for the prices if you get it there. Um, the selection is way bigger. The people are uh, really know uh, exactly um, what purpose because it also it's a perfume. Um, you go there for perfume, candles, home remedies. So it just it, the, a plethora of things to purchase. But it's it's also a museum. It's also a church. It's just it's visually um, pleasing. It it your senses will be aroused. Yeah, it's definitely an experience. It's an experience. At Soul Society 101, you know we're all about traveling on the low. Budget travel is bay, but comfort's important too. For high-quality, low-cost flights, be sure to check out Norwegian.com. So after our Florence stint, we went down to Rome. Um, Rome, for me, I didn't I didn't love Rome. I, I, people love Rome. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of history. A lot. I mean, that was the Roman Empire, everyone knows about. There's so many major sites like the Colosseum. Um, oh, the Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel, the well, Vatican. That's, that, that's which Vatican is, yeah, City, but... That's, that's yeah. a separate country, but it's basically the Rome area. Um, There's the, so many gardens and things to look at. They're just... Because, what is that? The Roman Forum. Yeah. Um, there's just... There's a lot of history there. And they still have, like, two-thirds of the city to dig up. But Rome's also not my favorite. I think that it... It's just too metropolitan. Maybe if I wasn't from a, a really big metropolitan city to begin with, I could appreciate it more. But when I'm on vacation and when I'm traveling, I kind of want to get a, away from that. So Yeah, and to me, honestly, I can't even say it's that for me because 
I agree with you. Typically, when I travel, I do want to be away from mega cities. But I've also been to Tokyo and enjoyed every moment of it. It's just something about well, going, I also like, think that there's they just they're just a little bit more aggressive than the average. They just they they have this entitlement, this complex that they suffer from from their history because they were such a huge empire that it's still there's still um res it still resonates within them yeah there's there's definitely like an aggression uh i don't give a f kind of vibe you get there people are very pushy the way they drive is very different yeah i have to get back in my new york mode a little bit yeah 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 so aside from the historic sites in rome plus i didn't really love the food like don't get me wrong there were some there were some spots in Rome that we really did enjoy the food. Oh, like that pizza. I I supli, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but yeah. it's I S U P P L I. It's in the Trastevere area of yes. Rome, which we really enjoyed because where we stayed in Rome, um it was it seemed very like big building corporate area and who wants that for vacation or traveling in general, but when we went there it felt again neighborhoody in a different way than Florence but it felt a little like Brooklyn it graffiti did, it did feel and like Brooklyn. and people who just live regular lives yeah. and are working and are enjoying themselves it's also the area where you'll get a lot of the nightlife um so going out there and having this pizza at Isupli if that's how you pronounce it again we had an array of pizza but there was one with no cheese. Shout out to Jared J from TripAdvisor. <laughs> okay, because the thing I will suggest, TripAdvisor should be your best friend when you're in Rome. Um, <coughs> there are a lot of restaurants and it can go really left really quickly. So I used TripAdvisor after one bad meal, experiencing one bad meal the first day. I was like, nope, if you're not above a 40 on TripAdvisor, I'm good. So we a forty like the number out of the list. Yes, sorry. Thank you for clarifying that. So Jared J told me in his comments, "Look, I don't expect to eat chisa without pee with without chisa without peas." Oh gosh, y'all, <laughs> please excuse me. Pizza without cheese, but the girl behind the counter told me I need to try this Mariana pizza. So, you know, I tried it. It's a game changer. And I was like, I wonder if he's hyping it. So when we got there, I will also have to say, you get what you get, okay? The the isuple is probably the size of half of everyone's living room. But there's like a strong 50 people in there pushing their way through mm -hmm. to get their food. Yep. So food goes rather quickly yeah like you might see a pasta when you first walk in and it'll be done by the time you get to the counter don't think you have time to look at a menu you don't you just gotta point and pray luckily we were able to get try this cheeseless pizza when i mean you wouldn't think sauce and bread could taste this good it tasted like it was more than sauce and bread but when you look down you only saw <laughs> sauce, sauce and, and bread. bread like it was so good it was i mean i can't Let's just move on. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to even explain, but... Just try it if you can. Just try it and use TripAdvisor when you're in Rome because it's so big that you can definitely stumble on some bad food. Unlike Florence where basically every Everything meal was amazing was so and you can just walk around and stumble I on had stuff. The best tuna fish sandwich of my life happened in Florence. <laughs> At a random spot because the restaurant we wanted to go to was packed. We stumbled on a little sandwich shop they and had the best of English. Had but the tuna best is the same tuna sandwich. <laughs> the same name everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was tuna instead of tuna. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, so 
again, Rome is really for the sites. If you're into like history, Roman history specifically, you'll get your fix. I mean, there's like the Colosseum was built 72 AD. So if you're into gladiators, if you're into, you know, the empires and the dynasties, if you're into seeing those sites. Oh, really quickly with Rome. You should definitely use I live, live Italy. Live Italy. That's right. what I was just going to say. We did a virtual reality tour with Live Mind Italy. Blowing. Best tour I've ever done. Ever. Best tour guide, Thomas. Shout Thomas. out to you, our favorite Brit. Um, Thomas <laughs> studied archaeology, so he also brought his um, knowledge to the experience. It was amazing. It yeah. was well worth it. Absolutely. So, and, and I think they do it in more cities than just Rome. But look up Live Italy, L-I-V Italy. Um, they have a website. They have a mobile app. And basically, you use the app for virtual reality. So they have like a little contraption. You put your phone in there. And you can see what all these ruins and historical sites looked like way back when. So whereas you'll be looking changer. at it now and you'll see like broken down you know, marble that they may have had to put back together... You put on a virtual reality and you'll see what it looks like in its in its prime. You'll see you'll really see the opulence of yes. You'll see the the, you'll see the opulence of the Colosseum and all the other sites that we went to, like Palatine Hill and stuff like that, which is so beautiful, y'all. Maximus Circus, I think, is another spot. Yes, yes, yes. You'll see all of it in its prime, which which was a game changer because for me, I don't think I would have realized just how immaculate those those um, spaces were um, based on what it looks like now, but. It was beautiful. So, shout out to Live Italy. Yes. Um, so, moving on from Rome. We went to Sorrento. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Sorrento gets an exhale and a round of applause. Oh, <sighs> Woo! Child. It's so good. Sorrento. So, here's the thing. Going to Southern Italy was always, always, always a part of the plan. Um, we, at this point on the trip, Unique's sister had joined us. So, it's three of us. Yes. And we found it cost-effective to just rent, take a car. Yeah, um, hire a driver to take us down versus the train, because the train doesn't go directly into Sorrento. It goes to Naples, which is an hour away from Sorrento. So we would still have to take another train. We'd essentially have to take a cab to the train to another taxi or another train. And it's just at this point we have luggage. It's too much. This is the one point where taking a train didn't seem convenient. Everywhere else, perfectly convenient. So anyway, hired a driver, took a. What was it, like three hour, three hour drive? Yeah, it was like a three, three and a half hour drive. Let me tell you about Sorrento. I mean, the Mediterranean, I never imagined how beautiful it was. I saw it in photos, and you get to Sorrento, and I think it's also where we stayed. We were at a very high point um, in Sorrento, so we had these beautiful views of the cliffs, of the water. It just, it it was, I've... I've it was just so beautiful. It was so peaceful, so nice. And we've seen some amazing views. Like, our honeymoon in Seychelles had some of the most phenomenal views. Cape Town has some of the most phenomenal views. But this view... We've never quite seen views like Southern Italy. It is different. It is different. And let me tell you about these lemon um, tree-lined streets. It's just the juxtaposition of color from the blue skies the blue water and then you see these pops of huge lemons no when i mean huge like the size melon, of your head melon size sauce. lemons and that's why you also know that the citrus just also tastes different it doesn't it's it's like a sweeter lemon it's just it's beautiful and then they have all these 
similar. So the blues and stuff you you're similar is are similar to like Santorini and stuff in Greece, but in Sorrento you have all these like terracotta and yellow houses. So it's just like all these layers of colors and they're all bright and beautiful and it just it, I mean it, there's the sights are just breathtaking. Yeah, so we in the, in the southern coast, we decided to stay in Sorrento because it's pretty centrally located if you want to get around. Um, and then my cousins, in addition to Yannick's sister, my cousin Serena Samantha joined us for Sorrento. And they're actually working their way up through Italy now. So we started in the north and worked our way down. They met us in southern Italy and are working their way up. Love to so, Shout out to y'all. <laughs> so for this part of the trip, we had five people, which made it really, really affordable to get around because... You know, you basically split the same taxi five different ways. The other, the alternative way of getting around in southern Italy is bus, which is totally fine. But we didn't want to waste too much time taking the bus, especially if it's five of us. Yeah, and we only had what I think three days in southern Italy, so we're like, we don't want to waste the time with buses. We want to get to our destination, so we really took taxis everywhere outside of Sorrento. And so let's see. Let's let's Sorrento needs a. I mean, southern Italy needs a little bit of time. So we talked about the views, which were breathtaking. Breathtaking. Our hotel, Cap de Monte, was so beautiful. Perfectly located. Perfectly located. Um, and affordable. Very affordable, surprisingly. And, and very affordable. The town of Sorrento. So charming. It is. So charming. If and we're talking about the different regions of Italy, Sorrento is kind of like the Palm Springs. Yes. Maybe a little Miami, Fort Lauderdale. A little bit. But more like Palm Springs and the and the more open side of LA. It's palm trees everywhere. Yeah. It's waterfronts everywhere. People are laid back as hell. They're just sitting in the park in the evening, yeah. just chatting to each other. It's really nice. Yeah, and Sorrento itself is just so nice to walk around. It's a little town. Great food again. The whole, all of a sudden, it suddenly had great food. This is when we really turned to seafood. Obviously, the water, the Mediterranean is right there. So, the seafood, so fresh. Changed so your life. fresh. You taste the sea. You might Hashtag, even have a pebble. <laughs> you might have a pebble. <laughs> you might taste a little sand. Yes. That's how fresh it is. It's so good. And they're giving you all of the seafood, okay? You're getting the eyes. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting it all. I've never had that, like... Oysters, clams, mussels, where I'm literally eating eyes, but you know I what? I didn't eat no eyes. You didn't, but mm-hmm. my skin started to glow. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. I don't know what vitamin, vitamin K maybe, but oh my, my God. E, I don't know, but my skin was lit. Anyway. My dark circles are gone. Your, <laughs> your dark circles are gone. So if you want your dark circles gone, y'all need to be eating eyes of all these sea creatures. And Anyway, so... Sorrento, beautiful to walk around. Glad we stayed there. Um, we took a day trip, a taxi to Positano. So let me tell you something. <sighs> My dream for years has been to drive down the coast of southern Italy along the cliffs. It's a little scary if you're scared it of heights. It is, it is. But it is the most so scenic so drive rewarding. I've ever taken. It is beautiful. Literally every turn around the cliff, you're like, oh, 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 oh. oh." So I'm literally like camera out the window. Yes. Just like snapping away because it's literally the most breathtaking breathtaking thing I've ever seen. It's And it's, I mean, and you know what I also appreciate about Sorrento? Um, The people who live there are excited um, to show you the different parts of Southern Italy and like... They have pride in what we appreciate about their 
um, town. So we had someone from Sorrento take us to Positano. So he's like, oh, he he took the time to stop and take photos. Yeah. And, you know, and we got some good photo ops out there. We like, did, we did. And then you get to Positano, and then you you there's there are certain there's a certain point that the cars no longer can go, so you have to walk down these steps. But as you walk down, there are little shops that you can just dip into. Lemoncello everywhere. Lemoncello. I had a lemon like slushy situation oh on my the, gosh, for the walk so down. Good. So good. Again, wisteria everywhere. Fresh lemon, like actual. And that's the other thing about eating and drinking there. Everything is natural. So you're having a lemon slushy. No need for organic signs anywhere. Yeah, you see the actual lemon rinds and and pieces of lemon in there. So we're having this walk down. And they told us it would be like a 15, 20 minute walk down to the beach. I was a little concerned because I'm like, they said it's like very, um, it's steps down. And it's very steep. But it really wasn't bad. It was not bad at all. It It was so easy. And then you get to the end of it and it opens up. And you're on this beach, and it's all black stone. His cousin, actually. <laughs> yeah, my cousin Sarita is rolling around in the stone. So my, doesn't it just feel... Like a hot stone massage? <laughs> it feels so good. She's rubbing these stones. But, like, it, it was extremely hot, you know, because you want to take off your shoes because peb- small pebbles are getting into your shoe. But it's so hot that you, you have to move fast. Like, it's, you know... It's some work, but yeah, and and the the scene over there is just very sexy. It's like it's the houses sexy. on the hills, the Mediterranean water. It's, this was my first time in the Mediterranean too, which I want to mention. It was, cold. It was <laughs> well, we didn't go at the ideal time. We went in April, but um, it was very clear, which I was happy about. I'm a beach snob as it, it relates so to water clear. and sand. Like I need nothing in my sand, and I need nothing in my water. It was very clear. I felt very good about going in the water. People were on their boats. They were surfing. They I would definitely come back in the like. It was and don't get me wrong. It wasn't cold out. It was warm. It was very warm. But the water, the water was still just cold. wasn't ready. Yet. It's ideal. Yeah, it's an ideal summer spot. Yeah. But in the summertime, I'm sure it's a little overrun too. So. Yeah. Kind of a give and take. Um, I kind of enjoyed it not being so crowded. I agree. So we took a little dip in the Mediterranean, chilled out on the beach, took photos, Eat laughed, at this giggled. Shea Black. Shea Black. Black was Black bomb. at Shea Black. Okay. We were yeah, we was the black squad in Shea Black. And they kept telling us how beautiful our table was, so they see what it is. <laughs> Denzel eats there, Debbie Allen. What's um, um was it was a rock and roll dude? Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. They were all there, and so they clearly like black people at Shea Black. Yeah, Shea Black was lit. The food was really good. My favorite dish in Southern Italy is vongole, uh, linguine alla vongole, yeah. which is, what is that, clams, oysters? I don't know seafood like that. Yeah, so. it was it was a mixture. It, every So he had it almost everywhere we went, but the more south we went, the more seafood was in that joint. Yeah, it was mom. It was so good. And then, oh, you had that lobster, too. Yeah. Oh, oh big, full lobster. Yeah. And you're just getting after it. The, the lobster and the prawns there, the most buttery meat in life. And, it, and oh, flavorful. Better like, than Whole Foods. I've never, <laughs> I've never had um, a prawn taste that good. So good. It was so, almost sweet mom. a little bit. So, so that was Positano. Um, we spent a day there, which was amazing. It was perfect. Highly recommended. Yes, and then must. On the last day, we took a trip to Capri. We took a boat over. Which was, again, very affordable. Like, Southern Italy, as beautiful as it is, and it might be not the easiest place to get to because the train doesn't go right there. But once you're there, it's Once you get there, it's so affordable. affordable. Yeah. So it's 50 euro to take a boat back and forth from Sorrento to Capri, including your taxi to the boat dock and back. 
and and they take you around the full island so that you could go under like the love rock and all that stuff see the blue grotto if you didn't have a chance to do it when you were in capri but capri was amazing it was amazing it was again another waterfront it's an island so it feels a little more beachy and and um I guess Lux. I think if yeah, it's probably it's, the it's most Lux part of it's like Italy it's, that we've been to. It's like the Hamptons of Italy, I would say. Yeah, it's definitely like a summer zone. We yes. got there again in April, but but it was un- it was unseasonably warm. Yeah, and so they have these drop top taxis. Yes, that sit up up to like six or seven people. I mean, we fit six or seven people, but yes. it's, I think it's supposed to be for like four or five. I don't know. We was in there though. We was in there deep. Deep. You know, rolling heavy. Photos. And um, it's just a really such a cool vibe. Um, shout out to your cousins again because they actually did their research and um, discovered that um, on the island of Capri, you can go to Anna Caprio, which you'll see, you'll get to the highest point. So when we got up there, we chose we we got, when we got to Capri, we took the cab up to Anna Capria. And again, these views are stunning as well. Like it's scary to get to. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, right? like Amalfi was less scary. This ride you're like okay i really hope this guy they call like, it mama mia for a reason yes yeah, mama mia road because <laughs> you on that drill like mama mia. mia exactly it's scary but it's so again rewarding you know um i'm extremely f- afraid of heights and they had this ex- like this chairlift instead of walking all the way to the top of um anna capri you could take a chairlift which would get you there and within like 10 15 minutes so all the girls decided to go ron wasn't with it as he shouldn't be because it looks us, um, and you know. Let me tell you why I was I wasn't <laughs> with it. I wasn't with it because I thought you got on the chairlift, they took you to the top, and you stayed on, and you came back down. I'm like, what the hell? I'm not gonna get on a chairlift just to go up to see something. I thought you stayed in the chairlift. I didn't know you went on a chairlift and you got up there, and it was like a whole chill zone Let me tell where they y'all. give you views, okay. you get drinks. I, like you I would have definitely went you on. There. Let me tell y'all. First and foremost, after I stopped shaking and crying and um, singing We Are Conquerors by <laughs> Kirk Franklin and the family, because like I said, I'm scared of heights, you get up there and you literally see <coughs> the clouds forming around you. So you, you get you get up there and you feel like you're almost in heaven. You're so high up, you see the, the whole of the Mediterranean and the clouds are literally moving through you you're so high and it was so peaceful i cannot get over how peaceful it was and you just want to like connect with whoever you connect with and it just i mean it was remarkable then you you walk because you don't go back on um on the chairlift down as yet because there's a whole area like rondell touched which i ain't know about and you know you can sit and swing and you know take photos we happened to toast with limoncello and got a little buzzed, but it was great. They had this whole session at the top, and you know what? I'm thinking, okay, the thing said it's 13 minutes to the top and 13 minutes back. I'm thinking they're going to be back in half hour. So half hour passes, I don't see them. So I start walking around the town. I'm like, you know, I paid for service out there. They're going to text me when they get back down. And I'm like, okay, you know what? They should be down any minute. I'm going to just stroll around Anna Capri, see the area. I'm strolling around. I'm having a few bites. I'm looking at the shop. It's beautiful. Anna Capria and Capri are beautiful. But I still ain't get no text. So finally, I'm like, yo, it's been like an hour and 15. It was so, so perfect. Whatever. So, so perfect. I finally text my cousin like, yo, y'all coming back? 
She's like, yeah, oh, we're on our way down now. So they get back to the bottom. And I hear about this full experience. Yo, ain't nobody hit your boy up like, yo, you should come through. (laughs) Because you know what? It's really lit up here. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Shady. Shady. We were being shady. But honestly, by then, I probably was two limoncellos in the wind. And that thing is sweet but deadly, okay? (laughs) So anyway, Capri and Anna Capri. Perfect. Amazing experiences. The whole of Southern Italy is amazing. Just go and enjoy. This trip... This trip was changing. Awesome. It was all that I wanted Italy to be. I'll definitely be back to Italy to visit some of my favorite spots from this trip and then you know venture out into new spots that I didn't get to hit like Venice, maybe Pisa, some of the smaller towns. Um my cousins like I said they were working their way up. They stopped in what was it called? Cinque Terre? Mhm. Um it's beautiful. Where you hike through basically five different towns. Um so there's a lot more to explore, but yes, we'll this was we'll also yeah, this was also the first time that our families have traveled together. Yeah, so that was beautiful to see them form relationships without us. It was it was just it was such a rewarding trip. I keep saying the word rewarding because I've taken so much. I've got so much from it. It was awesome. I yeah, mean, and I, I definitely left feeling fulfilled and less wound up than when yeah, I Yeah, my spirit is renewed. Yeah, it was it was a great trip, so Italy, that's Italy 101. Y'all gotta go. Go through if you haven't been. And a lot of people who have been have told us, yo, I've been to Italy and I feel like I need to go again because we didn't did it. We didn't do it like how y'all did it. Y'all and make us feel still like so many people who've done it in ways that we haven't done it. So please like write to Ron. Um, you can write to me if you feel like it. You know, I'm I, I don't check emails, but whatever. Oh my god. Um, but no, 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 no. <laughs> write to Write to Soul Society. Let us know because I'm serious. We're, we're really considering going back soon. Yeah. So if there if there's any things that you've done in Italy that have been, you know, game changing and that we should do on our next go round, let us know. But hopefully Please. this guide kind of helped you if you haven't gone and are planning to go, or maybe you weren't planning to go before and now you want to go. It was it was amazing, y'all. And it was it was like web, that. Check the website because Ron will also be like doing a more detailed description of things we did. Yep, check the website soulsociety101.com. Um, I'll be doing an Instagram takeover. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, it might have been up already. Um, but yeah, that's Italy 101. Yanni, Hi, I love I love doing a podcast with wifey. Yo, so much fun, so easy. And she's nuts, right? Don't y'all think she's crazy? I'm not nuts. Don't y'all think she's crazy? No, I'm more subdued. I didn't drink wine today, so I'm <laughs> way more relaxed. This is more in line with my personality. Yeah, whatever. But like I said, <laughs> it's spring and popping in New York, so we're about to go outside and enjoy life. Hope you are too. Be blessed, y'all. Peace. Bye.